for the big wrestling weekend. TNA returns. We'll talk hard to kill. We'll talk battle in the valley. AEW homecoming. We might even talk WWE. Let's get to it. Third League Radio. Monday Night Raw. Um, while some people are going to tell you it was a great show, it was just very, very skippable. Um, the only thing you might want to watch is the stuff that's happening with the Judgment Day and Our truth um, which is probably the most interesting thing on Raw besides... What, uh, Gunther? Yeah, I mean, Gunther's more uh, in-ring, I guess. Um, and then it was main-evented by the match everybody was waiting three hours for. Cody Rhodes versus Shinsuke Nakamura in the street fight. Um, I watched yeah. it. Um, it was good for when they started wrestling. It was just a lot of, too much downtime, I think. Well, Anthony sent me a text after that. I didn't... Uh, I mean, I didn't get it until the next morning. Okay, so... As far as the beginning of the week, that was the best match I'd seen at a WWE in probably months. Yeah. yeah. Um, now, not saying it's the best match ever, but for a WWE match, oh, that yeah, was pay-per-view yeah. quality. Entrances, they had, you know, on point, nice, uh, fancy entrances. Both of them got to come out, look cool, go out to the ring, bust each other's heads up a little bit, you know. But it, like you said, this one was above above the pale. Everything that you've been seeing in WWE lately has not even been this. Yeah. And that's and that's kind of the point. I mean, that's that is the cream of the crop match that I've seen from them in weeks. Uh yeah, there's not much else to talk about on the WWE Raw front. Um NXT, nothing special except well, Obafemi cashed in his breakout men's breakout tournament I, contract and defeated Dragon Lee in a minute and twenty seconds. I'm not a fan of that. I mean Okay, I will give Oba. I will give Oba Femi the best compliment I can give him is he is the best of the PC class of the current PC class, but he's still a graduate student. He's still I, I, what is a word that like is greener than green? I mean, he's young boy. He's not even young boy, dude. He is. Goldberg Green, maybe, and my goodness, I want to give him all the credit in the world because he is putting in all the work, but he does not need a title. At okay. this moment, whoa, he doesn't whoa, need a title. Whoa, 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 don't, don't compare him to Goldberg. That's not even nice. <laughs> that You start calling people Goldberg this early in their career, and he might just have like a mental breakdown. I just said Goldberg yeah. Green. He, he works way better than Goldberg. Goldberg Green, which means pushed without deserving the push. Now, maybe he makes the best of it. But he doesn't deserve what he's got right now. And, hey, more power to him. There's people who haven't deserved what they've gotten and ridden that to the stars. But, yeah. One more thing before we move on to AEW. Why does Jinder Mahal have a world title match this week? It was uh, announced last Raw, uh, promoted by Tony Khan on Twitter. (laughs) And I have the same questions as Mr. Khan. Why? You know what? I am a gender fan. I, 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 I this isn't trolling because I he honestly, had a promo with The Rock. He gets a world title shot. I honestly thought gender deserved the title when he first got it. People were saying WWE never does anything different. They did something different, and people were mad. Gender worked his butt off to get back. I, I went and watched him wrestle in Ardmore, Oklahoma. I think you might have been there with me, Cobain, and he, he was not in a good spot. He got back to where he was. He, he deserved that title. And now, 
I don't care what you say. He deserves this spot. Now, maybe at this time, the storyline doesn't make sense, but he deserves a spot. Okay. I agree with you on 99% of what you just said, but I'm going to have to add a little bit extra to make it go over to 110%. (laughs) Here's the problem. The reason why Jinder got this push, even though he deserves it, he deserves it. I'm not going to take anything away from the man. I'm not going to hinder gender. Um, <laughs> problem with it is, is they were looking, they were trying to sign media rights deal with India when he got the title. Now, what I'm hearing a uh, little, uh, little uh, noise in the background, people talking about AEW with their, uh, with their India uh, rights and everything for television, things of that nature. So we're going to have a problem if they find somebody else capable like gender to get a title over there? Is, is that what we're saying with this? Because a lot of people are starting to have a little bit of a problem with gender. Or they don't have a problem with gender and they're all behind. I know you. I know you. I know Cobain. If you ever like gender, you're going to still like him. <laughs> but the whole point, the whole thing that people do not realize is he is deserving and everything like that. But he ain't any more deserving than Heath Slater or, or Drew McIntyre, in my opinion. Yeah. yeah. Just, um, just saying. But uh, okay, I think I think people are missing the point about Tony's getting mad. Tony wasn't mad at gender. He was mad at the fans questioning why Hook is getting this shot, and he's like, "Well, Hook has this record, this, 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 and he's giving all the reasons why." And he has gender doesn't have these. He's not talking about gender personally. He's talking about the fans' perception, I guess, the fans' gripe, which. Honestly, doesn't make a lot of sense to me. It's just a gripe, just a gripe. He's not wrong, but here's the thing that that I've come to the conclusion of. He needs to stop being on personal, uh, like a personal public social media company. He can't. He he's not. He shouldn't tweet. And if we haven't if we haven't learned this lesson from numerous other people, including uh, one certain president that just loves it, that you're going to love exactly what he's going to do. He's got the perfect thing for you guys. He knows exactly what you need. And lots of people are really, really behind him right now. I'm not going to say his name, but, you know, who I'm talking about. Um, he doesn't need to be on Twitter. Neither does Tony. This man didn't need to be on Twitter. Uh, I don't even think Triple H needs to be on Twitter, but I'll give Triple H one piece of credit at the very least. At the very least, you'd be like, look who we signed today. They're going to be really great here uh, in WWE. Uh. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so, AEW Homecoming, moving on. Now, Dynamite was pretty good. I I like the new direction. It's I, I hate to say new direction, but they're getting away from their WWE light presentation. They're going back more to a different style. I like that. Yeah, they, they had a lot of wrestling on this show. Um, some rated lower because there wasn't much of a story, but if you think about what they're trying to do right now and pushing people having singles records and everything with, uh, that was another thing. Samoa Joe announced that you need a good singles record and a good reputation, and then you have to apply to challenge yeah, him. Yeah, you have to submit. So <laughs> I'm assuming that's what a lot of these matches stories are going to be like. Why is Adam Page still feuding with Swerve Strickland? Well, it's because now it's for the world title records. Yeah, and they're not really so much feuding with each other. They're feuding with Joe. Feuding with Joe, but they're gonna they're gonna have a little bit. All of, both of them had a stare down with Joe too, and then they uh, Hook came out after that, had a stare down, said one week. So we know uh, that come, this coming Wednesday we have Hook versus Samoa Joe. Yeah, and. Uh, the best match on this show was actually Adam Page versus Claudio Castagnoli. 
Yeah, okay, yeah, I do I do remember that. I, I'll give it the best match, yeah. Um, now, I want to talk about this. The Texas Tornado Tag, which was now just changed to Tornado was, Tag on Cage Match. You know what? That was very... You, you, you were asking me, what's the Texas Tornado Tag? That's what it used to be called. It literally used to be called the Texas Tornado Tag. And then it just got shortened to... Tur- the tornado tag. Now it's I don't know back and gone again. Yeah, Tony I guess tried to bring it back on the thing. It's no one so understood long. it, so he was like, Yeah, yeah I they got it. they just said a uh, tornado <laughs> tag. It's like they're not in Texas. Um. Anyway, in that match there was a real. It was the end of the match. Sting took the biggest bump he probably has taken in the last twenty years that yep. he should not have taken, and it knocked the wind out of him for a second. I mean, he could. <laughs> They had to give him like five minutes before he could do his promo. Man, I'm going to let Sting do whatever he wants to do. If it's dangerous and stupid, as long as it's not too dangerous and too stupid, go ahead. How many more matches does he have? Four? It kind of was Maybe. for how they hit the tables. <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah. Um, but do you want a vegetable? That's the question. Do you <laughs> yeah, want Sting yeah, to be yeah, stoned? Yeah. You know, he's going to he's just look at you with those dull, dull eyes and everything in a wheelchair. Let's, let's, let's. Chill out, Sting. You, you got a few more matches. Just chill, buddy. You don't want to look like your buddy Flair, do you? Look over. Look to your left, Sting. Is it worth it? It's not worth it, Sting. So it was AW Homecoming. So that means Rampage Homecoming. And uh, this was at Daly's place. And man, honestly, for me, the best match of the night was the first match. Kingston and Yuta for the, uh, well, Continental Crown, they're calling it. For me, it's the American Triple Crown. But, yeah, I mean, that that was the best match of the night for me. Swerve and Seidel could have been, but I mean, that was really just to put Swerve over. But I think this one was, uh, it showed a lot of the violence that Wheeler Yuta's getting. Kingston won, the, but it showed a lot more angry. Yeah, it, it was great. The main problem was it went on too long. Yeah, yeah, it did. It probably about five minutes too too, too much. If he, But if you notice one thing about Yuta, I'm just going to keep on throwing praise on Yuta. This is him growing this is yeah, his evolution yeah. like being being put with the guys that he's put with and everything right now being in that black mm-hmm. combat yeah. club it, it's making a lasting difference on the guy he will and i know this sounds silly but he'll never be the same like <laughs> yeah, his brutality yeah. and every, his work and everything like that has gotten more refined better yeah brutal daniel and, garcia and may have a better country. character but wheeler's all wheeler does the all-around I don't know. He's fared better all around of the two, as far as I'm concerned. And, of course, actually, two hours before Rampage started, we had WWE Friday Night SmackDown. Now, the reason why this is such a big show, it got a lot, and I mean a lot, of stuff on uh, the IWC on Twitter and social media and all of that. Because in a dark match, Gable Stevenson. Steve. Steveson. Steva. Steva. Stevenson, whatever his name is, <laughs> fought Cedric Alexander, and the question is, why is he hired with the company? Yeah, yeah, I'm not, I'm not sure on the exact nature of the allegations, but and then people get mad at Chris Jericho, which are mo- more baseless yeah, than his. Yeah, and his yeah. allegations, he only got out on a technicality in his state. Whoa. He actually did the things, and it was proved he did the things. <laughs> Jericho's are only baseless well, no, Kylie, things off a of Twitter like. No, Kylie has distanced herself from that all the way around. She stopped liking Nick Houseman posts. She unliked posts. Like, yeah, she has distanced herself far away from that. Uh, and then something I didn't notice. I maybe 
they said this before, maybe I missed a week. They're calling it Legato World Order. That's the uh, the new one, the, the Santos split. and yeah. Angel, and so they're bringing NWO Angel and, and Umberto NWO back and up. Um, they were in NXT. I assumed they were gonna be more of an NXT presence, but they're moving them back up for the uh, purposes of Santos's story. Well, I, I, I wish they would actually, on the announcers, refer to that more. Uh, NWO Black and Red, Black and then this is that. Yeah, this is the split. LWO. But one, I mean, they're still LWO. They didn't change the colors, but Legato and Latino. Um, and then Austin Theory and Carmelo Hayes taking that big bump, probably yeah, double concussion. Oh, my God. oh, man. You know, somebody, I, you know, somebody was talking about the Sting bump and they were mad at all elites. Like, why did they let them do that? Like, well, because they let people work, they let people do things. If it's not too dangerous, they let them do it. And then this person going to tag me in this pose talking about, oh, oh, so you think they should have just continued the match? No, no, man. There's a difference between work and hurt. There's a difference between doing dangerous stuff. There's a difference between pushing the boundaries and completely missing what could be a potentially serious injury. You know, and you stop the match. You just end it all. It, something I related job, it though. to and got mad at is the people online who say, see, they stopped the match right away. Why doesn't All Elite do that? Well, John Moxley suggested that they do that, yeah. and they haven't had a concussion since. So why are you talking about the past things after they had changed the policy? Yeah, I'm sure Knox got uh, more than a bit of a talking to on that one. That was probably a, you're going to get fired if you don't straighten up kind of a thing. Um, now, I, I I would like to talk battle the belts, but I can't. Uh, you know, we... <laughs> I didn't set the DVR for Collision. I did set the DVR for Battle of the Belts because we were watching uh, TNA Hard to Kill Saturday night. And, well, I tried to watch Battle of the Belts later, and my internet eh, <laughs> just crapped out after the uh, street fight, after the uh, Jericho uh, well, street fight. Now, there was a cool couple spots there to end the match. Um, Jericho through the table. And Guevara climbing that TV truss about 20 feet up and doing the swanton off and having, well, it was, it was Hobbs pulled Ricky Starks out and Guevara hit, he hit perfectly, but he hit hard as hell. Cobain was like, is he dead? And it, it, it was a great way to end the he match. Looked dead. Yeah, he, 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 he looked dead. Yeah, uh, And also, let's, let's uh, put a little uh, pin in, in Ricky Starks. I want to talk about Ricky Starks yeah, a little yeah. bit later. Yeah. Um. So I guess we're moving on to hard hard to kill, or do you want to jump on Starks real quick? Well, Starks kind of has something to do with the hard to kill. I, oh, okay. I kind of want to tie. That, there's going to be some more right. that well, kind of ties in a little bit. Jump into hard to kill because this was, you know, if you haven't been watching TNA, then you would think, wow, this is a really good show. This is the quality show they've and been this, having. This um, was the thing I talked about on Twitter because I was like. I actually agreed with this account called WWE Lifer. Ha. Um, he, it's I not a good account. Um, but he was talking about TNA Hard Kill, and I was like, this is their biggest attendance in a long time. Like, their last big show, I think, got 200. Like, yeah. this is this was, what, 12, 1400, I think? I, th- I thought it was 16. I might be wrong, but I thought it was closer to 16. Maybe at the end of the day, yeah. But uh, the check at the beginning of the morning was only like 1200 or 1400 so the it was a great show um 
you didn't have to know anything about TNA to yeah. understand everything. Yeah. It had a perfect sports-based presentation and the like the camera work on the moose and Alex Shelley kind of felt like a UFC panning like they panned a moose and then they <laughs> and it was a really shaky camera panning yeah, yeah. over to Shelley. I don't know. The, all of it just looked great. Um, the I can do I could do away with some of the production work. Yeah. They need to get better on some of it, but when they're trying to present a match good, they know how to do that. Yeah, I um the only negative for me was Ash by Elegance. I have no idea what that name is supposed to be. I mean, good good for Dana Brooke, good for TNA. It's a good hire. What is that name about? Oh, I can tell you. This looks exactly like one of Vince McMahon's projects. <laughs> That's I mean, this is this is Maxine Dupree. This okay. is this is that You know what it really looks like to me? It looks like uh, Emma, the Emmalina gimmick. When they okay, brought back yeah, Emma, yeah, and they brought her back, and she was supposed to come out and have some sort of posh accent or something like that, and poor kid can do it. Um, it looks exactly like that, but see, this is one of those things where what they say, you put lipstick on a pig. This yeah. is definitely lipstick on a pig. I'm sorry, I you can't you can't redress Dana Brooke and make her good. Yeah, yeah, doesn't doesn't no no thank you. Uh, Man, let's, let's go ahead and talk about the card, though. Yeah, yeah. I uh, man, one of my favorite matches on here. Well, okay, a couple of them I want to si- single out before, I guess the the big match, um, the women's tag match for the tag titles. It was really good. Yeah, and uh, well, uh, you know, D- D- Decay was presented. Really I mean, well. it was. Uh, the problem was it was short, but yeah, for the six was. minutes it was, it was really good. And the X Division title match. I like that one. I like that one, too. Yeah, that was actually, uh, according to Cage Match, the best match on the show, and I totally agree. It was yeah. very innovative, inspired, unique, and it was... I didn't want to look away at all. My favorite My favorite thing, honestly, was PCO's entrance. I mean, that's honestly my <laughs> that favorite. That was great. There was some really great matches. I'm, I'm not going to lie. They, they had a really good show, a really nice ending. I mean, like, the whole show flowed well. You didn't really have to keep up with everybody to know we boo this person we cheer this person they, yeah, they did yeah. the presentation there the, the ring psychology all of it was there for that but pco's entrance was awesome that whole match with them starting and the re- and restarting with the this and santino yeah. coming nice to see santino always yeah, but yeah. i didn't like how they did the match like that was a very i don't know it just didn't didn't flow as well as i'd hoped it would yeah and yeah. that's something that they uh it's pretty common uh, or coming up a lot uh, to stop a match and then redo it and make it like two parts. Um, that's that's been happening recently. Yeah. A lot in New Japan, some in AEW, but um, anyway. So yeah, that match um, we saw PCO PCO do a really. I mean, usually he does a better moonsault than that. He almost missed the torque on it. Um, yeah. And you know, me and Anthony were talking. If 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 anyone can do a moonsault, you should probably be a pro wrestler. <laughs> Absolute fact. Uh, Cobain looks me dead in the eyes, and I, I'm a big guy. I'm a big guy, five <laughs> ten, over three hundred pounds. He said, "You know," looks at me and says, "You know, if you could do a moonsault off the top rope, <laughs> you could be a pro wrestler." And he's like. I mean, like, literally, if you can do that, <laughs> you, you can, can be, be a pro wrestler. And he's right. Dead yeah. to rights. Best comment of the week. <laughs> Definitely to be said. right. 
Um, what else was on the show? Jordan Grace won yes. the uh, uh, won the knockout. Jordan style. Grace defeated Trinity. We do not know if that means Trinity is on her way out or not. Yeah. Um, but that's right now, according to rumors, that's what it's looking like. Uh, that Trinity's on her way out, and it was a really good match, about 15 minutes. Best of well, probably best of Trinity, not best of Jordan Grace, but. You know, I forgot about this match. I should have mentioned it earlier, but uh, there's a new digital media champion. Crazy Steve beat Tommy Dreamer. Um, I missed that trying to pull up the pre-show. Yeah, yeah, that was kind of a uh, kind of a thing for us. We kind of missed it, but um, then I think we got to get to the main event, right? Well, actually, we got to talk about the. um, I actually got one more for you. This is where the women's match is where I'd like to pull up Ricky Starks. This is where I want to say real quick. So during Trinity's match, there was a little licky lose up in the balcony. Okay, yeah. yeah. We we can't forget um, Mazamiata. I mean, Mercedes, whatever. Yes, Mercedes Monet. Yeah, Monet. Mazamiata. Um, and then her friend was sitting by her. Now, a lot of people are, are saying that that was uh, Mercedes and Bailey. Yeah. It very well could be Bailey. They can't be filmed up there. Nobody nobody filmed them, named them. People want to bring up, uh, I've seen online where people are bringing up the Highlanders when they got in trouble with TNA. But they were actually on camera. They were sitting with the common folk down you know, ringside. Mm-hmm. They made sure to name them. They were smiling for the cameras. That's a big no-no. Yeah. What they were doing, even if you catch them up there watching it, there's still wrestlers in the back. Ricky Starks is still going to the Performance Center. I just saw a video of Ricky Starks yeah. at Natalia's Dungeon, tangling up and everything, getting some extra yeah. practice time in. Now, here's here's what I want to tell every single person out there that wants to go back and say, oh, you're a marker, you're a smarker, you're this, you're that. They're all a bunch of human beings that work for different companies. They are still friends. I still have friends from many companies that I used yeah. to work yeah. with before. Um, and they still are going to associate with each other, even if someone else writes their paycheck. No, it's not insulting to Tony Khan if Ricky wants to go and hang out with Natalia or if he wants to go to the Performance Center and see some of his friends. Yeah. Calm yeah. down. Bailey's not going to get in trouble, by the way, folks. Here's another thing that you guys don't realize. Endeavor, who owns WWE and owns UFC, owns TKO, they do distribution for TNA. Mm-hmm. Calm down. Yeah, no. Uh, Scott Demore's done a good job of opening working relationships with a lot of people. Now, his relationship with All Elite may not be as strong as it once was, but his relationship with New Japan is growing, and New Japan has a really strong relationship with All Elite. And I guess uh, maybe they can play into that, but... Um, I was going to mention... We have two more matches before the main event we have to talk about. Uh, Josh Alexander defeats ah. Alex Hammerstone, the second best match of the night, Alexander according to Alexander Hammerstone. Really, really, really good. conversation earlier in the week. I mean, we can maybe get on this at a... D- We're going to schedule a uh, podcast just for this topic. Greatest faction that never made it mainstream. My pick is the Dynasty right now. Go Another ahead. quick one. Uh, Giselle Shaw wins the Women's Ultimate X match for number one contendership at the world title. Doesn't yes, make sense to me. The show, they do not have a TNA Women's X Division title. So there is no reason to have an Ultimate X match at that point. Yeah, if you don't have a Women's X title. Yeah. I mean, it was mainly just for the uh, novelty of it, I believe. But um, anyway, world tag titles. The four-way. Four-way tag. Amazing. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and most of it was 
uh, it was meant to be mainly like new people, um, mix of new and old signings, but uh, Trent Seven was not allowed to be there, so um, we got ABC Bullet Club, uh, Grizzled Young Vets. Not, I don't believe they are signed, but they are just uh, working here, and it was a, they worked great. Um, Laredo Kid and Mike Bailey, again, it was supposed to be Trent Seven. Yeah. Um, they worked well for being last-minute change. And then the Rascals, who were trying to get their title back. Yeah, yeah, I like the Rascals. Um, I kind of wish we could have seen Bailey and Trent Seven. They were making a pretty decent team. Um, yeah, I can't really find a lot of fault with that match, even though it was kind of, you had to kind of change it at the last minute because you had to change the partner there. Now we but, didn't we didn't get to watch Battle in the Valley, but I'm a quick hit on that. Okada Osprey well, best match, and then well we kind of missed talking about the main event of Hard to Kill. You got Moose versus Alex Shelley. Uh-huh. Um, the crowd is all, I, I've never understood Moose. Don't like him too much, but the TNA crowd has been with him since 2014. Yeah. They do not stop loving Moose. If you were going to change the title, it should should have been to Moose. So. Um, I don't like changing the title on the new TNA show, but maybe you want to bring one of the most popular Impact World Champions other than Josh Alexander, the TNA title. I can tell you why they did it here in just a bit. Okay, well, you know what happens when Moose wins the title. Here comes Nick Nimeth. He comes out. Yay, big surprise. He hits the uh, zigzag. I don't know if he's going to call it that or not. But uh, anyway, pulls his shirt off. He's got the TNA shirt. Nick Nimeth you has saved, crossed the line. You save Shelly and Nimeth. You don't have Shelly and Nimeth as the first feud. Shelly and Moose, or uh, sorry, Nick Nimeth and Moose, yes. Nick wins the title for Moose, Shelly and Nimeth. That's a feud. That's a match. And That's a course, story you can build. Of course, Nemeth wins the first time around, and maybe they wait a couple months before even doing the second one, you know? Yeah. Um, Battle in the Valley, we didn't get to watch much of uh, Julia Retain. Not much good matches besides the main event, which is what everybody was looking well, for. Well, you know what? I got to see some clips of the Kingston Kid match. That was... I don't that know about a good a match, but that, out, was, that was a brutal match. That was a violent match. That one... Or really put Gabe Kidd in a good light. It really changed my whole view of him. Yeah, no, um, Gabe Kidd as a singles wrestler isn't that great, but maybe as a uh, tag wrestler yeah. uh, isn't that great. Maybe as a singles, he it might be a little better if he has yeah, someone yeah. else in there with him. Maybe tag, he's getting too yeah, no, it convoluted just, in his head. Yeah, I mean, he just, I mean, maybe Kingston carried him through it, and maybe once he finally brushed it off and he's like, oh, we're fighting. <laughs> he was like, he got into it more, but yeah. Just the clips I saw were really good. Uh, but other than that, it was mainly a one-match show with yeah. Okada and Osprey as the main event. Crowd loved it. There were amazing psychology. I mean, at the beginning, their one of their first lockups was the collar and elbow tie-up. They were literally pushing against each other. No, and it was Ospreay a classic collar and elbow. Him yeah. and it wasn't him. even like a, a worked collar and elbow tie-up. They were just in there doing it. There's only one one small critique I have for the match is that the the female commentator that we were looking up after <laughs> you know, we were watching it and everything. Now I don't have any problem with this or this or that as far as commentators, but everything that she said was so had such a finality to it, and she ended everything <laughs> so flat. I'm serious. There was no like excite. It was like it was like watching the Weather Channel with her talking. <laughs> Voice is pleasant. She's fine. But she knows was, her. Yeah. She knows her. You know, like she knows her terminology from what I I could tell in that limited amount. But she was very dry, like Ben Stein dry. It 
It was it was literally like watching Kevin Patrick, but two of oh, them. No. Oh, oh no! Oh no! Oh no! Oh no! I mean, the guy the guy knew more moves, and she was like. Oh, she has him in that hold now, and he goes, "Oh, he has her, he has him in the money clip." Okay, and it was like okay. The, it's a hammer lock hold. If you don't, I'll give you. If Kevin Patrick had the knowledge of Mike Tanay, half the knowledge of Mike Tanay, well, then that would have been him. I mean, at the very same thing, I, she at least was calling things not horribly. I didn't want <laughs> I didn't want to just completely eviscerate her commentating style, but she doesn't have one. And then the guy, her co. Uh, announcer goes, bam, that's the drop kick. <laughs> bam. Match of the week. Oh, man, uh, okay. Match okay. of the week. Yeah, quick, move on before, to match of the week. Before we preview the coming week, match yeah, of the week, really I'll, quick. Uh, really I'll quick. give you an honorable mention of mine. It could, uh, it was going to be uh, from WWE, and that would have set off a certain Facebook group. They would have been so happy. Whoa, he did it. But no, it's not going to be from WWE because of the X Division Championship match. That is going to get my honorable mention, TNA Hard to Kill, X Division Championship. And I think me and you have the same. Mine is going to be that same honorable mention. And then... Honorable mention for me is going to be the WWE. Yep. WWE, that, that was a great match and everything. X Division match, honestly... Uh, now you're it's talking about be, uh, you're talking about Cody Nakamura. Cody Nakamura. Sorry about that, folks. Yes, Cody Nakamura and everything. That's everything that you really want to see in a WWE match. He just I loves know. Nakamura. <laughs> I do love Nakamura. I really do, and I want Cody to finish the story. But The Rock, he's finishing the story. All right. So match of the week for me. Well, you know what it's going to be. It's going to be Okada Osprey Battle in the Valley. There was me so too. much. There was a sequence in there I can't even describe. Osprey is doing a Spanish fly, turns in the middle, in midair while doing the Spanish fly, and lands in a pin. It was so good. Oh, but don't forget, that was the counter to a Rainmaker. Yeah, right? yeah, that was the counter to a Rainmaker. But the thing is, is even with bad commentary, it's still a great yeah, match. Yeah. It didn't ruin the match. It did not ruin the match. And that's how bad it was. And, and Cobain was being nice. I was being nice. <laughs> we were being nice, guys. That commentary is really, really, really bad. Listen to it with your own. Make your own commentary. Watch the match. I, I, I encourage you, watch the match. Do your own play-by-play. I'm sure you can I, do a better job. I was trying to do play-by-play in the car while we were watching it, and it was... I wasn't doing a very good job. I bet it was better than what they were doing. <laughs> You're listening to Third League Radio. So, previewing the next week, starting tonight, uh, the match promoted by Tony Khan, not so much WWE. Gender. Gender versus Seth Rollins for the world heavyweight title. Gender's gonna Uh, win. Shock the world. Pushing DIY really hard. They had a feud on Raw with Imperium. Now they're going against Judgment Day. Uh, Tom and Nick Mysterio and Judgment Day, or JD McDonough. Tom and Nick Mysterio. Dom. Dom. Tom and Nick, you know. Tom. Tom and the, Nick the R Truth thing. No, I don't. I don't watch WWE. He in the promo, he was like, he was talking about the Judgment Day and uh-huh. the members of his family, family, the Judgment Day family, and he was like, Tom and Nick Mysterio. I ain't never met Nick though. Uh-huh. Okay, I got you. I got you. Now that's why I love R Truth. Yep, and and then we have 
the awesome truth versus the Judgment Day. <laughs> so Judgment Day in two tag matches oh, tonight. No. Damian Priest and Finn Balor versus R-Truth and The Miz. The awesome truth. Um, My goodness. Anything on NXT, the women's number one contender battle royal, Dusty Rhodes Classic starting this week. Yeah, yeah. That's a good one. That's coming up. Um, we got Texoma Pro coming up on Friday. That one's going to be pretty cool. Sam Adonis, the champion. Corey uh, Graves' brother. It's like, hold him, Corey Graves' brother. Hold him. I don't know. Now this this going to be a bad over here. really quick hit for the last show because SmackDown doesn't have any matches announced. The Ring of Honor World Six Man Titles on uh, what is nice. this Dynamite? Uh, I actually made a joke earlier because the Honey I Shrunk the Kids DVD picture has like the four shrunken kids on it, and someone said someone made a comment saying Tony Khan was the like problem child too. So I said, "No, you should make it where Bullet Club Gold is Honey I Shrunk the Kids because they're fighting for the ROH Trios titles." Yeah, I got you. Instead but of see, the AEW makes Trios ROH titles, feel like a, a lesser brand. That's why I think ROH needs TV they, they because do, it's not a lesser brand. It's not they're, a developmental. They're it's not, not but we don't need the ROH titles. Like on I have eight. so many classic memories of Ring of Honor. Right, I mean, but, right, but the ROH titles need to stay more on the ROH TV. Yeah, Brian um, Danielson, Daniel, maybe maybe I mean, you Brian can bring. Danielson, Nigel maybe, McGinnis, those are... What, what you can do is you can promote ROH TV all week and say, Bullet Club Gold will be there. Yeah, yeah, okay, um, I got that. And got then that. TNT title, Christian Cage versus Dustin Rhodes. Oh, nice. And Dustin. then the AEW world title match, so basically Battle on the Belts 10 on Dynamite. <laughs> um, Joe versus Hook. Yeah, okay. One thing before we wrap up, I have an idea, and I kind of want to throw this this test kitchen idea out to you fellas and see what you think. Okay. What I think would be really fun for uh, Ring of Honor, this is it, you know, once again, I believe they're trying to get a, a TV deal, not just a pay-per-view deal yeah. and everything. What I would like to see happen with them is do it more in a way of, yes, we're aware that Tony owns both. We live in a civilization where we know that, but I want I want more like that old WWF ECW thing, where maybe they take out a chunk of the formatted time for Ring of Honor. Yeah, or maybe some sort of like even you know like an invasion. They're like, hey, I was gonna say that we're signed. I was we're signed. We work for you too. Someone, we're we're sitting yeah. at home. We're in catering right now, and I've got this Ring of Honor title. It means just as much as any other title you got here, folks. Tony, yeah. let's go. I think that I, I, I think that would be cool if someone quote unquote bought Ring of Honor or had like a hostile takeover where they somehow I just got think it. The from guys Tony could and, take it over. I think that would be more yeah, fun. Yeah, you know when uh, if you can remember back during Athena the, could take it over. She's been the face of Ring of Honor. She could have the minions and she's the yeah. Queen. Look at look at the invasion storyline. Yeah. The best part of it, like Stone Cold is a heel, like the weird, crazy, manic, depressive heel that didn't work. But the concept, the idea of it, yeah, that's a really really good idea. Your follow-through's got to be good. Yeah. But you take one person, you know, like one or two people, or bring someone back, and there you go. And to end the show, if anyone cares about New Japan, if you follow New Japan, Evil is main eventing their next show. Uh, Think about that while uh, you have your week, and you can laugh while you're stressed at work that Evil is still main eventing shows. But Moxley versus Naito is going to be great. And that's going to do it for us. We'll see you next time on Third League Radio.